0: Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know It All Daniel John Schaefer, and today I am joined by a recurring guest, a new character in the K Fabe universe, the patron saint of the rock block, Mr. Jesse Baker. How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing great. <clears throat> great, brother. Easy for me to say. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. I can't complain. No
0: one will listen anyway. Yeah. We're also joined by his tag team commentary partner, if you will, the
2: skater supermark himself,
0: Wesley Lawson. How you doing, buddy?
2: Doing pretty good. How about you, man?
0: Oh, I can't complain. I can't complain. All right, here we go, boys. Here we go. Today, we are covering the most recent WWE. Is it called pay-per-views anymore? Or is it just like network specials? Like
2: I think Clash um... of Champions was still available on pay-per-view because I saw the ad for it when I was well, just was like, it- yeah okay so we'll call it pay-per-view but you, you guys know what we
0: mean clash of champions 2020 and let's just get right into it boys did either of we catch the pre-show by any chance did not did not i did watch the pre-show because i'm that big of a mark i am that guy i will say that the lucha house party versus cesaro and nakamura was surprisingly pretty decent uh especially for an angle that has you know, zero steam, like uh, maybe even negative heat, if at all possible. Like I was uh, they were working uphill just to be on my TV, really. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was it wasn't bad. The work rate was pretty good. Uh, it did run a little long, but it's a pre-show. So who cares? Uh, moving on to opening match. This I was kind of surprised they put this on first. I'm kind of glad they did, though. Um, oh, yeah. The opening match on the show is a triple threat. AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Jesse Baker, take me there. What do you think, man?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I obviously really liked it. Uh, I think it's, you know, it had a really, like, early days of T&A feel to me, just the way it was mapped out and the oh. type of stunts and things. Um, I, I thought it was weird that they had the, the belt bar hanging from a truss. I've never seen that before. And yeah, I, I didn't notice that. I expected them to kind of utilize that in a spot somewhere, and I was a little down that they didn't. Um, you know, I think that the thing with Sammy Zanes, what they're doing with him right now is interesting to me in that on the surface, I feel like I hate it. But then there's, there's little itty bitty things that he does heel wise, like the spot with the handcuffs and all that stuff that I'm kind of like, OK, I can maybe get behind this a little bit more. But all in all, I thought it was a great match.
0: Yeah, man. Overall thumbs up from you. Absolutely. Wex, what do you think, bro?
2: Yeah, I thought it was an amazing match. Probably one of the best ladder matches I've seen in a while in WWE, honestly. And yeah, I mean, great spots like Jeff Hardy, of course, like that insane bump that he took when he, oh, uh, God, when Sami Zayn's lifting the ladder up and he starts crawling like Ugh. upside down on it and then gets tossed out of the ring. Like,
0: yeah, he was trying. Okay, so he was trying to land on his feet. Like, the idea was that he was going to land on his feet facing away but be on the top rope. And then he was going to do the whisper in the wind off the top rope and hit him. That was the idea. That was the plan.
2: Well, it did not go to plan, but the bump was great. I mean, it was – it looked bad, but it was great because, you know, know, he didn't die, but it just looked really horrible because, like, he got trapped in between the ladder. But, I mean, I thought it was a great match. Like, AJ – I mean, like, all three of them worked well together. Like, there was a few times, you know, like – like I could see them kind of like setting up spots, but it wasn't that bad. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Was yeah. I mean? There wasn't too much feeding, I would say. if yeah, yeah, it felt pretty natural. Um, yeah, I think overall it's a it's three for three thumbs up, man. I, I gave it a thumbs up as well. I'm on the other train. Like I absolutely love Sammy's hand as a heel. Oh yeah, like, me I too. I love I'm, all I'm of this. Fan. Like like I'm a this is the best he's ever been used since he's been on the main roster, in my opinion. Um, yeah, big fan of that one. Let's 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 keep it moving here, though. Match number two. Not quite as big of a fan. Uh, Zelina Vega versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Wex, go ahead and lead us off, man.
2: I, I mean, it wasn't a bad match. It was pretty much straightforward, like a pretty much a squash match. And I don't really think, I mean, if they're really trying to get behind Zelina Vega and push her in the division, I don't think a title match right off the bat and it to be a squash is really the right way to do right it. Up. But, I mean, I love seeing Asuka win. And she retained I mean, I guess it further makes her look good that she keeps retaining the title, but I don't think it really did anything for Zelina Vega.
0: I don't think it really but, did anything for either one of them, to be honest with you. This was a total dud to me. It felt like a TV, ma- a main event level, like or superstars kind of network TV show level match. Was not, not worth the time. Jesse, what do you think, man?
1: I'm a really big fan of both of these talents, and so I, you know, when the I didn't even really know that this match was on the card going into the show. I hadn't been paying attention, but to be honest. I it just felt flat to me the whole time. I expected to love it, but it didn't really. Wes, you're on the money. It didn't really do anything for either of them, and it uh, felt
0: really clunky too. Like the spots, yeah. like they just they did not have a good because I, I agree. I like Zelina Vega. I think she's underrated actually, but I think that. Like, they just don't have the chemistry. It wasn't working at all. Uh, and especially, like, like sometimes the Japanese promo afterwards, like, she, you know, when Oscar just pretty much just cuts a promo yeah. in Japanese, like, sometimes it can work when there's a crowd and it's hot and, like, the crowd reacts to it. But, like, when it's just dead, empty space and she's just screaming in Japanese, it felt really awkward and long. Like, that that one, it was maybe, like, 12 seconds of a promo, but it was felt, like, five minutes of her just, like, screaming Japanese. And I was like, this is... This is not for me, man. I like I I literally just took my pre-show poop and it was like way smoother than this entire match. So, like, that's that's how I feel. That's how I feel about this. Whole Wait,
2: thing. Well, let's I, hope they get their chemistry together because it looks like the feud's going to continue. So
1: <sighs> I thought that the whole post-match thing fucked all of it up for me. I didn't. I, it woof. was just like just walk out, man. Like
0: <laughs> huge, huge woof. Not for me at all. Uh, I will say an angle that they have been kind of dragging, but to me is finally actually starting to gain some steam, is, uh, you know, the Hurt Business vibe that they have going on. I'm starting to really, it's starting to really gain traction. I do really like the things that they're trying there. Uh, The next match on the card here is Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE United States Championship. I'm just going to lead us off here, man. Uh, this one felt like a better performed match, but it did also feel like this could have been done on TV because we've literally seen this exact same match like three times on a pay-per-view. So for me, uh, I would say for work rate, it was like a thumbs it was a thumbs in the middle to kind of thumbs up, uh, but like. For a story, it, 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 like, hopefully that was the end. Hopefully that was the end of that for them. But I don't, I think they're eventually going to lead to Apollo joining the crew as well. I think that that's going to happen, especially with Cedric and everything. Like, I think it's a, that's where they're going with it. And I don't mind that because I feel like Apollo Crews needs a new, you know, new coat of paint, whatever you want to call it, and like become maybe a, a heel or try his hand at being a bad guy. Wex, what do you think about it, man?
2: I mean, like you said, work rate, it was a great match, but WWE has a tends to do this. They drag out these feuds for like for the longest and you see the same matches over and over again. And me and Jesse actually talked about it like Apollo, like after he press slammed him and all that and like made him look real strong and he still like kicked out and he still loses, just like it kinda makes it just
0: Makes uh, him look so kind of
2: fell flat. Like yeah. just All I can say is that like it was they they worked really good working in the ring together and everything. It's just the story just doesn't really make sense to have him lose right there. And you're going no, to keep seeing this match over and over again. And like you said, hopefully this is the end of it, but of course we're probably going to see this next week on raw.
0: Of course we are. Bobby Lashley against Apollo booze. what do you think about it, Jesse?
1: I enjoyed the match more than I thought I would. Um, I do think that they work well together. The gorilla press spot senseless to me. I mean, a who the fuck? Gorilla Presses a guy the size of Bobby Lashley in a match like this, and especially doesn't go over when he does it.
0: Yeah, like, it, it's it, almost it almost hurts you to do the move and not win. It's better to do you know. just not do it until you're going to beat him. You know,
1: you uh, MVPs work on the outside, in my opinion, absolutely 100%. stellar. Yeah, love it. And um, the other weird thing about this one, this is the first time I've really noticed, but there's not much of a size comparison or size difference between Lashley and Apollo. And I think that that's an interesting thing to note, just because Bobby is constantly booked like he's this big old bad motherfucker,
0: you know. And Apollo's a pretty much a cruiserweight, the way they yeah. book him, at least.
1: Yeah, but they're the same size, pretty much. Like, yeah, <laughs>
0: you know? I, yeah. I think
1: I mean, like especially like
0: in mass, I would say so. I mean, I think Apollo's a couple inches shorter, yeah. but yeah, it's it's not a massive difference at all. Man,
1: speaking I do of have to say, football overall football. though, the match would be a thumbs up for me. I enjoyed it. It's probably my second favorite match on the show. So you know, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean,
0: it was what it was. <laughs> Overall, I think, we're, so we are we all, like, thumbs down on this one, thumbs in the middle, like...
1: I'm
2: a thumbs up. I'm thumbs up, up because it was, like he said, it was, enjoy like, probably the second best one on the show. It was at least enjoyable to watch. Even yeah, though it yeah. didn't make sense for the ending, but...
0: Oh, it's the E. Nothing like he said,
2: sense. yeah. But like I mean, great to be fair, work.
0: nothing in pro wrestling makes sense. Even AEW, like, kind of really makes sense right now. They're all just kind of, <laughs> they're all just kind of humping a football. Um... On to the next. Speaking of humping footballs, uh, Street Profits versus Garza and Andrade. Man, this one. See, I feel like, okay, He, re- yeah, you know what? I, I loved it. I loved this match. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, I thought the work rate was there for sure. Um, I mean, I, I like, there's one thing that I noticed. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but, like, you know the stalled headlock spot? Where like the guy's got him in the headlock and he goes to push him off and he slides down that Iron Man spot. The first time I ever saw it was in the Iron Man match and it made so much sense because they're having to prolong, admits to the 60-minute match, yada yada yada. And at the time I was like, that's so clever. Like I, I thought it was great, but I feel like over the past two or three years, literally everyone is doing that spot. Like, is okay. that just me?
1: No. It's Does anybody every- else
0: notice that? Like, but why all of a sudden? Like that match happened in '96 and that's definitely where it came from. Like.
1: I'm guessing that it has something to do with who's teaching in the performance center right now. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
0: like a light yeah, bulb that just happened sense. over my head, man. Like, yeah, that was amazing. I do think that Montez is a future world champion, though. I think that dude is definitely going to be a super, super, superstar. Um, yeah, I mean, the chaos of the uh, Spanish fly was a little scary, but it also – I kind of liked that it was a little scary. It uh, kind of like made you know, kind of got my heart pumping a little bit. Uh, overall though, I mean, I gave, I would give this match like a B to a B plus, a pretty solid match for me. Uh, Wex, what did you think about this one, this tag match?
2: Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid for the work, but again, we've seen the match. I don't know how many times Obviously, they they keep doing the same match over and over again all the time. But like I said, a great spot with a Spanish fly. But I guess he some, I guess uh, Angel Garza got hurt because clear, because I was clearly a botch in the finish. The ref counted yeah, three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Andrade clearly kicked out, but apparently he got hurt, so that's why they just rushed it. And they've been doing that. A, I feel like that that's been happening a lot lately. But yeah, I have noticed that. I, it's like like really bot, strange. like bot, someone gets injured and there's like a botch count. Like
0: yeah, like that would never have. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. Like maybe they're just more being protective of the talent. But like. I don't know. In the back of my, in my mark mind, I'm like, screw the talent, be tough. I
2: know. Whenever you AAA, I saw that,
0: triple finish the match. You know what I mean?
2: Like exactly. I thought back to Dave, the David Arquette documentary. He has blood yes. squirting out of his neck, and he goes back and finishes, <laughs> like takes the pin. Yes. Dang, man.
0: I mean, I don't know. Like that. I mean, but then at the same time, like. The AEW thing with Matt Hardy. Like, as soon as he yeah. was knocked out, I was like, bro, end this. Like, you cannot yeah. let that dude climb up the scaffolding with obvious concussion. Like, I don't care what they have said, how, who, like, what doc in the box cleared him. Yeah. There is no possible way he didn't have a concussion after that. Like, yeah. there's no. I always
2: problem. think about, ba- I go back to Sankara breaking his finger. And then was it Del Rio that just started, like, stomping the hell out of him? Yeah. Continue the match. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous.
1: All I right. But,
0: called- yeah, Jesse, give it, give it to me.
1: I hated this fucking match, man. I like, I felt like most of the work was just super sloppy. Like, I don't know if they just feel like they're accustomed to working together and it, the gears just start clicking the same way because of that or what. But um, definitely agree on the Montez Ford thing. Um, dude's got star written all over him. Something big he is going to happen for that dude.
0: And these were pads. That I
1: dislike Dawkins. I just think
2: Montez Ford has that it factor.
1: For
0: same. sure.
2: There's always going to be a Marty Jannetty of the team. Always.
0: Yeah, and and that's, I mean, hey, Jannetty's a good worker when you really, like, think about it. He's also a crazy piece of shit person, but he was a really good worker in his heyday. I mean,
1: there's
0: no knocking that, so.
1: I I just, you know, to me, the overarching theme for this show is that it kind of felt like an episode of Raw or SmackDown much more than it felt like a big event, to me at least. And this is a perfect example of that. I also made the note, the entire show this was happening, but, man, the commentary sucked. Like, Oh There are yeah. a lot of clubs, a lot of misnamed. I'm pretty sure that Tom Phillips was calling Montez Montel for half of the match. And like, just all kinds of weird little stuff like that that just really just put me off. I don't know. I, I I hope that they just end this feud and do something different with Garza and Andrade and just move on.
0: All right. Well, before we get to the next match, I want to ask you guys, though, since we're talking about the E, since we're talking about current product stuff, I want to throw this out there. Is there an angle right now in wwe that you feel like is is being done well jesse
1: the i I like what they've been doing with the intercontinental championship stuff and bringing sammy back with his belts and all that like you know you can't really have three better dance partners than those guys um i i'm not against how they've been booking mcintyre honestly there's some of that stuff has been really good i'm personally kind of tired of seeing randy orton all together but i don't hate this feud though you know um so there, th- those are a couple of examples. It, how they didn't just go ahead and put Big E into the title picture against Roman coming back is baffled my mind, and I hope that they're working towards that. Because I
0: think that they're trying to prolong it and trying to really give him a, a solid push with that. At least that's my hope too.
1: Yeah, but um, you know, the there's just so much that's bad. I mean, I don't know yeah. how their women's division got so messed up so quickly, but it yeah. just like all of the steam has fallen off.
0: Well, back. Becky left. Yeah. I mean, literally that if it, it really fell apart when Becky left, I mean, there's, yeah. there's so much they had. And I mean, especially if you know the old man, like, especially how hard, like over the past five years, like the difference in women's wrestling from 2015 to now is like, I mean, I would imagine that he is, I mean, it's, I mean, dude, at the time when Becky stopped, she was the most over wrestler period. Yep anywhere, honestly, she was the most over even with like a mainstream audience. So like when you lose that, when you lose like your, your female Austin, essentially like it has to throw a complete wrench in the rest of your whole year, at least that you have booked out.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was pretty clear to me that they just didn't really have much planned that didn't revolve around her. And when they started to scramble, you're just getting these random matchups, and then you got people yeah. getting out with COVID. Like, Trust me, I'm happy that I didn't have to and watch it. Charlotte just for asks days. for time
0: off, which is right. random, but yeah. sure. I mean, she deserves it, but whatever. Lex, what do you think, man? What do you like? I'm just, I mean, well, it's, the it's one so easy th- to know what we I hate. I have
2: all that uh, women's vi- women's division garbage. The one thing I'm liking is the Sasha Banks-Bailey thing. That's, like, the one thing that they've done good so far throughout this whole thing, but the rest of it's been pretty bad. But besides that, I kind of like their like – their, Whole, you know, story—the whole friendship feud thing again—and now she came back, and that's like—that's one thing I think they've done done good in the whole women's division has been that feud. But
0: like, I feel like it's like their entire career has been together.
2: It's like yeah, but
0: it works. They
2: they do good together. They have good matches. So at least at least we know we're gonna get some good stuff.
0: yeah, Rock and Austin totally. I I yeah, I I agree like they are really good in the ring together, but I think that the, the Segways, like the segments with a Bailey as a heel doesn't like still to this day, like it's getting better, but maybe I'm just getting used to it and it's not getting better, but I just don't like I don't think that she's a viable heel. She's a Ricky Steamboat. Like I feel like this is what Ricky <laughs> Steamboat would be like as a heel. Like it's yeah. just not believable. She's too she's too likable. Like she's just too likable. You want to cheer for her. It's like it's this weird thing. I mean for me, the
2: storylines that I like, you might
0: I mean both of you guys are gonna And The, only, on me right the now, only other
2: storyline that I really like right now is gonna be the one we're gonna talk about for the main event. There we go. That's that's I'm like on the Roman
0: the- train, baby. I don't mind. I have no issue with it. I think Roman Reigns is a great worker, but we'll get there. Let's not let's not get too far ahead. Let's let's jump up on the next one. It's Blandy Borton versus Drew McIntyre. Well, we in a friggin' Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, it's Bailey and Asuka. That's right. All right. The reason why I kind of skipped that one is because was it really a match? I mean, was it's, it even a, a match? Like,
2: I mean, I don't I think it was kind of a waste because it just kind of why? Why have why have Asuka? Lo- I mean, I guess it was more of a setup to set up the whole the for. Uh, I mean, it was a DQ. Time.
0: So, like, to me, it's like, dude, this is a this is a, a SmackDown. Or a raw, like it's not. I mean,
2: actually, it was better. It was closer to a SmackDown because there wasn't erratic fucking camera cuts the entire match, so <laughs> I could wa- actually watch the pay per view. So the uh, to a SmackDown.
1: I mean, it's important to note probably here too. You know, that match wasn't planned. They it was supposed to be Nikki Cross and Bailey. Yeah. And she couldn't do the show, so they kind of just did that on the fly. But it's, you know, I feel like that affected the show and the shade of Basil and Nia being out affected the show in the sense that there are a lot of matches that I think they probably were splitting up minutes to make up the time. Yeah. But it was kind of, it just all seemed like thrown together to me.
2: Yeah, because the pay-per-view did seem a little bit short to me and just kind of like, yeah. Which is fine. I, okay, I'm fine with them. Start,
0: like, I'm fine with the pandemic. Like, the best thing about the pandemic, I honestly believe, is that when the world opens back up, we're not going to see a nine-hour SummerSlam. Yeah, you know what ho- I mean, like I, I, th- I think that that's I think that like it would not have happened without just a complete shutdown. So I'm kind of like glad that it happened for that reason, because like the shows were just getting out of hand, like totally out of hand.
2: But WrestleMania to me, man, like, was like all day. <laughs> oh,
0: dude, two it was like all day for two days, like and and it was like ugh, it was yeah. Well, don't get me started. That's a whole other show. <laughs> you can check it out in the archive, boys and girls. I ripped that shit to shreds. But dude, for me, I feel like. I feel like if you're gonna why not why not literally just have her give her more heel heat, have her come out, cut the promo, raise my hand, and play her music, and then do another package or do another backstage thing. Like I yeah. don't think because the that would have done more for Bailey and would have not hurt Oscar. Yeah, that's stand, the one like, thing I didn't
2: like is that why did Oscar have to take like a bullshit loss? You know, actually she won technically because it was DQ, DQ. Yeah, yeah. But still, it just it was just bullshit though. It just like it was I agree.
0: Just no point in having it on there. No point in having it. So like, yeah. Be,
2: but they, Yeah, like you said, they need to just have her come cut the promo and then have Sasha Banks come out. That would have been
0: – What they better. need is just the three of us to start booking. I mean, and then yeah. we'll all be fine, right? Like, there will be no issues. I mean, that would be fine. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on. Onward. Uh, next match on the card, Blandy Borton versus Drew McIntyre, finally, uh, in an ambulance
2: match. Uh,
0: Wes, what do you think about this one, man?
2: I mean – it was pretty fun just because of all the random little spots with the big show and HBK and all that stuff. But I mean, overall I think it was a little unnecessary because it kind of made Drew McIntyre look like a bitch. Like he had to have four different people come help him yeah, just yeah. to beat Randy Orton. And Randy Orton was beating the fuck out of him like the entire match. Like, and he barely came away with the win. But besides that, I mean, it was fun, but it kind of made Drew look weak to me.
0: Jesse, what'd you think bro?
2: It's, This may be my
1: least favorite gimmick match. Like, not the match itself, but just the type. This whole ambulance match thing. I don't know if they're just doing it to sell play sets or what, but it's kind of just not.
0: like (laughs) 100%.
1: It's like, you know. uh, With with the red steel chair.
0: My my kid wants one now. He wants the whole ambulance (laughs) get up now. So they're doing a good job.
1: But, I mean, I like the violence of the match. Um, I like that they obviously weren't too concerned about opening Drew up in some weird places like, I'm a fan of those organic looking type of injuries where it's not like he's sure. gone and lacerated his forehead a thousand times. But um, I think it did good things for Drew. I agree on the interference tip, albeit the spots were fun and they do fit with the storyline that they've been running. So I don't hate it. Um, but it did kind of make Drew look a little bit weak. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it is very neutral ground for me. I mean, the match wasn't bad. It's just the whole gimmick kind of ruined it for me walking in.
0: See, for me, okay. Yeah, I don't like these gimmick matches at all. I think that I I am of the opinion that the interference spots saved the match cuz to me this was booked very WWE. They were very true to brand on this match. They delivered your legends, they delivered the high spots that you wanted. They they it does there is heat behind this angle even you know even though I always downplay Randy Orton, you can't negate his you know in-ring work. Even though I'm just so fucking tired of seeing the same exact in-ring work for the past 16 years. Um but, yeah, I mean, to me, like, this was this was the quintessential WWE main event. You got your stars in there. It's all story and gimmick-driven, and I have no problem with that. The in-ring work was pretty good, too. Um, so, for me, it was a thumbs-up, for sure. Um, I, but at the same time, it wasn't, like, it wasn't anywhere near match of the night. But I will say it was probably uh, close to angle of the night um, as far as, like, value and storyline and, like, living room pops you know what i mean yeah. oh there's sean with the super kick and pushing him off and Dude, oh there's I popped big show and
1: i was like, like nice, nice 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 i mean anytime you use christian on television you're gonna pop me so
0: oh, yeah definitely hey i'm here for the peep show baby i'm here for the peep show that's right all right moving on onward um sorry i've been listening to a lot of theo vaughn lately uh, he just moved here recently big fan i heard about that nice guy All right, so here's the main event of the evening. We are here, boys and girls. Uh, Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal title. Wes, kick us off, man. What do you think about this main event?
2: I thought it was excellent. I thought it was great. Everything was great about it. Like, Roman just brutalized him, beat the hell out of him. Jay got the little comeback at the at the end, got to hit a few, you know, high spots, a couple He's super ball kicks. Finish, yeah. He got the, got the, you know, got a, yeah, he got a real close, he had a real close, like, near fall. Like, it was, I was like, oh, uh, is he going to, yeah. no, but, uh, and then Roman then proceeded to just beat the fuck out of him, and I thought it was great. I loved the throwing in the towel. I loved how he was just looking, at, like, like J- when Jimmy came out and he was just looking up at him, just like, like, how could, like, how could you, like... Great acting. Great I fucking, acting. I loved around. it. I was like, oh my god, like, because I just love seeing Roman being a badass and, like, fucking finally taking off the D'Lo Brown vest and, like, he just looks fucking ten times more badass. As much I
0: agree, dude. Whatever I reason.
2: Agree. I just, I loved it. I, like, I used to fucking hate Roman Reigns, but, like, now I just fucking love it. It's great. Yeah, man.
0: Jesse, what'd you think, bro?
2: It's definitely, you know, I,
1: I was... I've always been pretty anti-Roman, but I love the presentation here. Um, I I like the thing with Heyman, even though it's kind of weird. It's a little off-kilter, but I still enjoy it. I definitely, obviously agree with the vest thing. I think that he still looks kind of odd just having fucking cargo pants on, though. Like, I think they need to level up the gear a little bit. But um, I
2: did I think he needs to go
0: full rock and wear trunks, bud. I think he needs to go full rock and wear trunks.
2: Go Uh, back to his old NXT gear. Ah. Yeah, Leaky or he's whatever. Got a great body, man. I mean, like,
0: dude, like, he's a body guy. Why would like, I don't understand. Like, I never understood the vest. It's like, it always made him look frumpy, too. It's like, dude, this is supposed to be your Hulk Hogan. This is your yeah. Samoan Hulk Hogan. That's your whole push. This is a
2: like, merch thing. They knew they could sell vest to kids. That's true. Dude, that's well, fair. It, you, fair. The, the, my main
1: issues, I didn't like this match. Um, it didn't feel like a main to me at all. Uh, it felt like Friday Night Television yet again. Um, the, Jay never really seemed like a credible threat throughout this thing to me. I mean, I, I noted the near falls and things, but it was just kind of this consistent, like, of course we all know what's about to happen right here. And yeah, I got the brawling angle of it. I like it. I still think it's weird to have a guy who went for years with a punch as his finisher just in there punching a guy over and over and over again, and it's not really doing shit.
2: Um, but I the, could go on about the Superman punch for days. But, uh, I
1: know, man. It's awful. But the, the, the main thing punch. to me— I'm hoping what they're doing here is work into a feud between the Usos because it kind of seems to me like that's probably the next up thing. You know, he blames him for him coming in and he didn't need him there and yada, yada, yada. I think there's gold in them their hills. Um, and
0: just making Jay like the lackey, like, yeah. like just the abused lackey of Roman Reigns. Oh, oh. I would love that.
1: And then move, uh, move Roman on into a program with E, in my opinion, man. I mean, I think that that's got to be where they go. Um, I don't see anybody else on the show face-wise, that I think really has the punch to have a program with Roman right now?
0: I mean, Keith, Keith, maybe, uh, but, you know.
2: I mean, uh, is, shit, I mean, who else is on SmackDown right now?
0: Well, they're about to do a draft,
2: so. Yeah, oh, shit. who
0: knows, well, because that matters, even though they've been say, mixing well, talent l- for, like.
2: I'd like to see Matt Riddle versus him, but I don't know if uh, if they could, if that would even, like, be a. I just don't know how they work together, but I personally would rather
0: see Riddle and McIntyre than Riddle and Reigns. Uh,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. and they've worked—they've worked together before, so they have some chemistry, and that'll be a—that'll yeah. be a lot better. Yeah, I would love to see that, man. I would love to see that for sure. Well,
1: I, I do—I will say I do think that they're the last two matches on this show. I think it would have done them a little bit of good to flip-flop them, even though I know that they're using Roman as the punch card. Yeah, uh, it just Orton McIntyre just reads more like a main to me than this, you know.
0: Oh, for sure. I, I, I do agree. I think in my notes, actually, I put I w- like I think that because it's the WWE and because they are have always been character and story first, match second. I think that the gimmick match, even though I don't like ambulance matches, should have been the main event. I think that I think you literally flipped these two. But I will say all of it I loved. I loved like to me, the reason why this Roman Reigns and Uso match worked so well is because of the silence, because of the like because they were constantly talking and well, like it it was good. It was really good. Like they were taking advantage more than anybody else has during the pandemic which is kind of crazy to me like
1: yeah i've never seen anybody else do that to that level i i was a fan of that
0: i loved it i absolutely loved it i thought that they maximized their minutes on tv because when you like I, th- I was like oh man like i watched and like the show ended and i was like god that was like 30 35 minute mat-. and it was like 18 minutes like but they were just yeah, but yeah were i know, ne- I know it was seemed no yeah. wasted time like
2: awesome, awesome i know what you mean it. it seemed like it was just like the longest thing you've ever been through but it was just yeah
0: Pulling on the And, high and after the
2: pay per view was over, like my, like I was like, like I was pretty hyped up. Like I didn't, I couldn't go to sleep. I mean, I was like, damn, yeah. like, I'm feeling good after this. I watched like, that so Chronicle thing that I would have never watched yeah. otherwise. Like, that's how they yeah. get you. That's how they get you.
1: One thing we didn't touch on that I am also a fan of the 24/7 Championship, dude. Oh
0: yeah, the back. Oh, yeah,
2: uh, I, they, they should let Gulak at least up. keep it. At least keep it for like until the next TV taping, at least. But.
1: I don't know. I like what they did, kind of. I
2: would like – I would have liked if they would have done like a
0: like a double slip swap, like like if he would have won it and then truth got him and then he get it again. But like right, like maybe even like during the ambulance match or something, you know what I mean? Like because it's already gimmick heavy anyway. And like there's already like you could have just like panned up to like in the middle of the screens or whatever and have a blackout a few of them with some stupid head bumps. And then one more pin for Drew and he just runs off, you know, like,
2: yeah, I think and they, they could have, I mean, yeah, they could have gimmicked one of the legends winning it for like a second or something.
0: Well, you know Gronk's had it, so he's you know he's the biggest legend that will ever hold that oh, title. Oh yeah, I
2: forgot. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers legend. Uh,
0: yeah, well he's a he's a blocking tight end now, but uh, oh, that's yeah. a of the podcast, boys.
2: Um, yeah, so normally this show runs an
0: hour. We're done with the current like current show now, but if you guys got the time, I've got more questions. There's a lot that I would like to cover about the current product, and I don't get a whole lot of chance to like just ask random questions. So are you guys up to keep going?
2: I mean, yeah, hey, wrestling doesn't start for another half hour.
0: I'm here. I mean, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, dude. So speaking of other wrestling, AEW, love to have Jesse. I'm a big fan. We're, we're all like enjoy the alternative. Uh, what do you guys think about the whole storyline with uh, Cody and like the black hair coming back and, and everything that's going on with Brody? Where do you guys see that going? Do you see a heel turn coming or Jesse? What do you think?
1: Well, we touched on this on one of the other shows, but I fully believe, and if they don't do this, in my opinion, they're missing an opportunity, but I fully believe that they're leading Cody on a heel path to a new horseman, and uh, I, so. I think that it would involve, obviously, the revival, and uh, we had a discussion about who I thought a good fourth would be. I'm still of the mind that a guy like Hangman Page would be stellar in that role, but um, you know, they have some other good choices, too. They have a lot of people they could bring in. Spears is kind of an obvious choice.
0: Yeah, I think he's the guy. Just because that way, it's all for WWE guys. They can act New York money. They can be, you know, the New York nightmares or whatever they want to call themselves. You know, like to kind of play to that whole WWE thing. Um, yeah, Wes, what do you think about that whole vibe?
2: Oh yeah, I'm I'm really liking the whole thing. Him coming back, uh, the, the 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 return was pretty epic, and the whole like I mean that's like classic. He's dye di- you I mean you dye your hair black? I mean yeah, it's buddy. clear. Yeah, clear They're trying to push it. They're super like, super old he's, school. He's changed. He's a he's a different man. Like, I mean, like
0: good old Jr. on the call.
2: Yeah, I mean, and J. I mean, honestly, Jr. was pretty anticlimactic about that return. Honestly, because he's just, Uh-oh. I just don't think he really gives a shit anymore. But
0: he says he does, man. But dude, all right, like I'm glad we're talking about this because, like, let's get to commentary. This is what you guys do too. I know we've been cr- like critical of WWE, and I like AEW. But dude, I find myself like literally fucking muting because, like. The sh- it's just like Tony just says random shit it, and like Excalibur is doing all he can to keep people I, on pace and know. JR is just fucking up left and right like what is happening there?
2: I, I think JR is think- just getting old.
1: Yeah Dang. I mean I'm a big fan of uh, you know I love Tony Schiavone I love what he puts the random shit in I'm a huge fan of what happened when I listen to it religiously yeah. all the additional content all that I'm a Patreon subscriber and the whole thing Yeah. Um, I love Excalibur in terms of his work, I wish he would lose that fucking mask because he was never famous enough to constitute wearing it. I agree. But um, my other thing, that the ace in the hole that they have, in my opinion, is Taz. I've always enjoyed. Oh, for his sure. Work, you know, and sure. I, I wish he was more of a regular.
0: But they need to pick a they need to pick a lane for Taz, though, dude. You can't. To me, you can't be the big bully Taz on TV as a manager and then just sit down for half the show and act normal and like, you know what I mean? Or That's on. not. I, I don't. I don't like that shit.
1: Or on yeah. Dark. You know, he says some of the goofiest shit on Earth on Dark. They're, they're acting dude, like they're not even being yeah.
2: recorded. Yeah. Dark, I know, they literally will go off on, like, ran, like, on Dark, it's ridiculous. Like, some of the shit that Taz will say on there. But, in all honesty, like, I think, I don't know how long uh, how long JR has left on his contract, but I know that it's like Chris two Jericho more years, is great on commentary. Oh, great and, and he plans on, apparently, he said he plans on after he retires to just go to commentary. So, yes. hopefully, JR will fuck off eventually, and then it'll be Chris Jer- like Chris Jericho and Taz, or Chris Jericho Taz and Excalibur. That I could mean, be a even, good dude, honestly, even, like, sh- dude,
0: I will say the best commentary Bullshit. I've ever heard from AEW was when they were first did quarantine, and it was Tony and Chris, and that was it, and that was the yeah. best, dude. That was that cool. was really it's good, just, dude.
2: You just gotta have Excalibur there so we can at least call the moves right, because that's the that's best fair. thing that he does. Because that's sometimes, fair. like, even Jr. like. He'll, I've have heard him call like a a spear a clothesline and shit like I'm just like damn Jr like,
1: yeah, they, pretty much everybody except for Excalibur sort of makes the knowledge of the move names and even some of the talent names into a joke ninety nine percent of the time, so like, yeah oh yeah you know yeah I mean I mean uh, okay so what what are the other
0: being all right let's talk about Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho then since we're already kind of talking about Chris I okay listen man Chris Jericho is like one A or like number two on my list of greatest of all time. Like, I'm a huge Jericho Mark, not only as, like, a fan, but, like, as a good dude. I've met him twice, and he was nothing but sweet to me. And I have nothing but good things to say about Chris Irving as a person. But, like, dude, I am not – like, I have – listen, the champion stuff was good. Like, all of his his promo work has been – like, in AEW, has been some of the best of his entire career. All of his mic work has been – Top notch. I mean, phenomenal shit. Everything he did with Co- like everything he did with Cody, everything he did with Kenny, everything he's done has been awesome. I like the inner circle. I like his commentary. But dude, like, listen, man, like, I know you're getting older, and people are like, oh, he's just getting like older. But like, dude, like, Shawn Michaels is like almost sixty and is still in better shape than you. Like, it's not just that you're getting older, bro. Like, lay off that goose, dude. Like, or or switch, just start smoking weed or something. Like, I mean, figure it out, bro. Like. You've got a full keg going on there like I mean you look strong and shit you look strong but you look bad this does not look like Chris Jericho and it uh, and it hurt, like and dude some of the some of the bumps that he's taken and some of the stuff that he's done with orange Cassidy specifically oh, he's, it's he's like
2: he's botched a lot of stuff dude orange like Cassidy, what is happening he like he normally wouldn't have botched like yeah
0: And that's how it happens with great guys too, man. I was talking, me and uh, a cast were talking about like AJ Styles. It's like with a guy like that, with that kind of high level work rate, it's not like a, it's not like a quarterback, like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, where it's, you're going to slowly see a decline. Like it's going to be there one day. And then it's just not the next, like, it's just going to be a switch. You know what I mean? Like it's there. And I feel like we're past that switch for him now. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have any more good matches in him. I'm not saying he should never wrestle again, but I don't think he should be a full-time wrestler at all. I think he should just manage the inner circle and do commentary and be the heel. He should be the whiny Heyman of AEW and just kill it. Any other thoughts on Chris Jericho? Wes, what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm kind of going there with you. That's why I was saying. I was hoping that uh, he retires soon and can just do commentary because he's definitely past his prime way. He's like, we don't. I don't want to see Chris Jericho like Ric Flair. 100%. <laughs> I don't. 100%. I want him to, like, he's... Matt Hardy's, get, like, getting there soon, too. And, like, yep. some of these people need to, like...
0: Jeff Hardy's getting there soon, too. He still yeah. takes these crazy-ass bumps. God, I love you, Jeff. I love you to death, yeah. but, dude. Like,
2: I just want to see these guys, like, be able to walk. Like, Mick Foley's lucky yes. he can even yes. walk. Like, I yes. want to... Like, there's so many new, like, young guys who can, like, just, like, come on, like...
0: Yo, let's make Sammy... Make dude, himself. Sammy, to me, like, and I feel like Chris is grooming him to be, like... Like, Monday Night Jericho, Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? Like, that young, like, just stupid, ridiculous, so annoying heel, but can pull off ridiculous shit. Like, dude, just be that guy. Like, like be his mouthpiece. He needs it right now. Like, I mean, I like the little cue card thing that he does, or Sammy does, between, like, the, the split screen. Like, I think that's cute or whatever, but, like, you know. He's Jesse, just, what just you having think bad luck Chris lately. Just, yeah, so.
1: they, they need to be careful about who they put Guevara in the ring with. I, I think that when he's working some of these, like, past their prime work rate players that he his style is not conducive to that. He needs now if we were to see right you know yeah. if they were to go into a program of an extended amount of matches with say Orange Cassidy and Guevara
0: Ooh, I, think go I like one. that.
1: That would be a fucking solid like That's a good right
0: switch there. too. It makes sense.
1: And um I mean I I fully agree that he has all the potential in the world as long as he keeps his fucking mouth shut, but the um the thing with Jericho to me like obviously not in prime ring shape i think he is probably one of the performers at the top of the list of people who have suffered from a lack of a crowd because oh totally he relies so much on his psychology to kind of get by in some of these other longer matches and things that when there's nobody in the arena you start to see through the veil a little bit and uh, i don't think he can afford that as a performer that's
2: true i agree
0: so how do you guys feel about Brody Lee, the Dark Order? I mean, I was very against it. I didn't like how they were doing it. I enjoyed him being announced because, I mean, I know the rumor was it was going to be Matt Hardy and, and whatever. But I I, I liked that they, that they they swerved a little bit and went with Brody. Uh, he He's definitely proved that he could handle it on the mic. Um, but where, where are we at on that? What do you think, Wes?
2: I really like it. I like the whole dynamic of the Dark Order now, like you said at first. I wasn't really a fan of it until they kind of like started built like kind of building up and adding all the members and like yeah. like I don't know if you watch Being the Elite like the dark order segments on there are some of my favorite things They're and like really I good, just They're great. Like John Silver is fucking hilarious and I love I his di- him the Underrated. dynamic between him and Brody Lee like like I would love to see that like build into a feud and them actually have some matches at some point or do something but I love the whole dynamic everything they've got going on now like you said at first it was wasn't feeling it, but like now, like especially after that squash match, like against Cody, when he just like I didn't expect him to win like that, and
1: yeah,
2: I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm really digging like everything they're doing with the Dark Order, and especially like, even like the little stories they have within it, like the cult cabana thing, and then yeah, like you the have min- all the many
0: storylines on the inside you, are, like, are what I what so tells compl- it to
2: me. I just love it. Like I love the I love that storytelling. Jesse, where you at on it? i i'm a big fan
1: um i like that they're utilizing that as a way to bring in some other talents like preston vance and allen angels who are both in their own right extremely talented i've seen both of them at some of the basement east shows
2: and stuff in the past and
1: uh seen unquote, them Andy
2: darlings. right yeah totally yeah. i'm actually on an allen angels t-shirt standing at the, the in the front row at a sub show but look at you <laughs> You're so cute
1: they uh, I love the addition of Anna J. I think that that's something yes. that's really spiced things up, don't for we them. all,
0: my friend? Don't we all?
1: Yeah, um, but I mean, having the having a presence of a female talent within that group, I think, has been crucial to them being able to like keep everything buried and strange. And
0: rumor I think- has it, rumor has it, when Thunder Rosa goes full time, she's going to be a Dark Order, Making- and I feel like that makes perfect sense. Like, oh I, my I God, love that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that that's, that's, whole that kind world.
2: of whole fits that. Kind of reminds me of when she was in Lucha Underground. That just, like, kind of works with that. Yes.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. I feel like Lucha, man. Lucha had, like, so much buzz, like, around season one, and then people just died on it. But I loved it. I loved it. Lo- I loved that show until, like,
2: show. I pretty much wash it up until the end, like, through yeah. Pentagon Dark and all that yes. shit. Like, it was great. Yeah,
0: I was a huge fan. I was a huge fan. All right, one, more, one more AEW thing before we move on to another company. Uh, so MJF, to me, is the best heel in the business. He's yeah. the best guy. Yeah. I know we talked about this on the when we covered the last aew show, but I really, 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 really think that they should have gone with MJF going over Moxley and then literally losing it back the next. They exit like the next week. I think they yeah. should have they should have had him go out and then do a little promo thing and then have Moxley come out and maybe even Tony Khan or like maybe just one of the one of the BPs Bucks or whatever come out and say, hey, you know, he actually reenacted his clause and it's happening right now. And then boom, just like a quick squash, Moxley's champ again. But then that way, listen, you have a claim. You were undefeated. You won the title. That will last for the next ten years for this company because you are the future of the company. Like. I really think it was a missed opportunity to not put the title on MJF. What do you guys feel about MJF right now, and and that whole thing that's going on with Moxley? Wes, give it to me.
2: I, yeah, I think like a guy. I agree, just like you said, he's the best heel in the business. And I really thought he was gonna win the way they set it up when they had, you know, he has a uh, fuck uh, like Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah, he has like Wardlow and the whole ring and everything. Like I, the way they set it up with the title, like. It really, like I said, it really would have worked. It really would have, like, it would have boosted him up, even if he would have lost it. The last, like, WWE's has done stuff like that plenty of times. Like Kane won the title from Austin, then lost it the next night on yes, Raw. Like, and, that, yes. and that's Kane's like one of his only title reigns, and that's yes. like one of the things he's held on to forever. And that's that could be. But it a- lasts.
0: It exactly, and MJF
2: champion. Like, yeah. and of course, MJF is a person, if like, if he continues to get better at such a young age, you know, he'll get more title shots and opportunities. Dude. So,
0: and the, dude, the heat that he could run with, just being like, I want it, and like, you know, I I beat John Moxley for the world title, and then every other every other babyface is in a program with, then you lost it within a week. Like, you were champion for four days, like, and he could just get pissed and throw a tantrum every time. Like, for, you could use that for years. Like, I don't know, that's a huge missed opportunity, Jesse. What do you think?
1: I, I can see why they didn't do it yet. Um, I think that they want to continue that build and have it be a huge fucking moment, you know. But the other side of that coin to me is the way he lost. He can still make the claim because
0: because of the move, yeah.
1: Paradigm shift, and he wasn't supposed to be able to. So technically, which kind of is a confusing narrative as well, because if you look at Moxley as being the face in the scenario, but he had to cheat to win, then you're like MJF does have a legitimate gripe. But then that, what does that make John Moxley? You know, yes, exactly.
0: Okay, I know I said last thing, but let's talk about John Moxley. I fucking hate him. I don't think – I don't like any of his work rate. I think all of his promos are hokey. I think he's just straight cheese. Like, <laughs> I am just – like, he's the like, not even cheese. Like, the cheese substitute that you get on nachos, like, at NFL games, like, that is John Moxley to me. And it's so funny because his whole thing is like, oh, I left WWE because it was so hokey and silly, but then I, like, punch myself in the head on the way to the ring and I get real hyped up. And it, I don't know. He's just – everything about him is so, like – Carney gimmick to me everything about it is just like ah just not good and like I don't like any of his moves like I don't like his his, the way he moves in the ring and like I hate his whole like shoulder roll I I just don't I'm I'm not a Moxley fan overall Moxley thoughts Wes what do you think
2: I like Moxley more now in AEW than I did in WWE like I liked him originally like his shield run but then I didn't really like his face basically I just didn't like him as a face But then his AEW version of a face just seemed, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Because
0: I feel like he's been a face since The Shield. Like, I don't remember him ever really being a heel, even in WWE. Like, I don't, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just needs to be a heel. Maybe I just want to hate him, and that's because he's an asshole, or, because I I don't know, like, I've I've also heard, I don't know.
2: I I mean, because think about it, he's a face, but he kind of, he's like that Stone Cold type face, where he's um, not really a good guy, but he's just so badass that everybody likes him. Like, yeah, it's just,
0: yeah anyway. like <laughs> He's trying to be the best. I mean,
2: I'm saying yeah. that's what that's what he's. I mean, that's what he's going for. Clearly, like, I not don't, saying he's not that, saying he's that, doing that, a good job at it. He's but. trying
0: to hit, but to me, he's hitting more like the renegade than the ultimate warrior. What <laughs> do you think? What do you think about? What do you think, Jess Moxley? Overall <laughs> thoughts.
1: My big thing about it when when he first announced that he had left, and then that we find out he's coming back into wrestling as John Moxley, I'm looking for the John Moxley of like CZW days of old. I'm looking for. I mean, if you put him in legit hardcore death matches that aren't, like, cookie sheet hokey, that's always been his best work, in my opinion. And I think that if they had the ability to do that, that it would make more sense in terms of his character and his bombastic fucking I-can't-really-wrestle-but-I'm-a-wrestler kind of thing that he's got going on. Without that element of it, he just kind of falls flat to me. I agree about the shoulder roll thing and stuff. It's just all the movements, they're different, they're unique, but to me— They're extremely awkward, and he just looks like he's, like, recovering from drugs or something.
0: He's a better-looking high school degree Sandman. Like, he's a better-looking, like, can talk a little bit better, but he's not good. He's just not good. Like, I mean—
2: And you're right about the deathmatch stuff. Like, some of his best work in AEW so far is, like, the match against Kenny Omega, the match against Joey Janela, like— those are probably the two best matches, right? That he's
0: ever for had. sure, and that, to me, it's like, but okay, listen, like I understand that there's always going to be a segment of people that love deathmatch stuff. There's always going to be a segment of people that like, I don't know, emo music. Like, but but they had their time in the sun, and now they're not coming back. Like, I I, I, I don't I, I don't think that that's like if that's if that's what you hang your hat on, then you are ten years too late, bro. Like I I, I don't I don't I think that John Moxley should at best be in the TNT championship title picture. The fact that he got number one in PWI is oh, mind-blowing to that's me. That's horseshit. Like, like, dude, mind-blowing to me. Like, what? Like, dude, Roman Reigns has more heat. Roman Reigns has better matches under his belt over the past year than John Moxley does. Like, what What are you talking— Drew, like, Seth, anybody, like—
2: yeah, what is hot? Ha- like, dude, I'm getting hot.
0: I'm about ha- half hot right
2: now. I will say because whoever uh, did the rating system is an AEW mark, and he had the title for over a year. So. Dude, a
0: five star street fight on TV. By the way,
2: yeah. like,
0: okay, so that match was better than Sean and Undertaker. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I will me? say
2: like, the the tag team street fight against uh, Santana and Ortiz. No, and that's Best what I'm Friends talking about. Was fucking five star that match was fucking. it was amazing. a good match in no way was it even close to five stars like that street th- fight no the that's the, that was, was the, the best the, street the, fight i've ever seen i loved the segment it. it's not that's not a wrestling match it's <laughs> that's not a, a fucking street, wrestling that's match. The best street fight okay but all right all right uh cactus
0: jack triple h best street fight i've ever seen royal rumble 2000 best street fight period that
1: is one of my favorite matches in history
2: that's yeah. a great match but i that i love that match that match was like Five stars, though? Come on, dude. Or a street right, fight. About, a street fight.
0: In 36 years, I think that as long as is as, as the Observer's been running, 36 years, there have been 13 total five star matches. 13. 13.
2: 13. 13. That's fucking one of them? No, sir. Hey, Absolutely. Absolutely. I enjoy. I highly enjoyed. That's like one of the. I enjoyed that match more than one of the. Like, probably one of the best matches I've enjoyed all year. It was okay, so good. Was good. I good. loved it. I, listen it's
0: it's easily three and a half four stars great match probably one of the best tv street fights i've ever seen you're right but like dude nothing happened in the ring like to me you can you cannot possibly give it a five. like i don't know that's just that's just we're moving on we're moving on all right now on to a new company to a new company they started here we're tennessee boys we're nashville natives well at least i am um me me too all right, here we go. We're all here. Nice. That's we're all rare. Three years I went to the here. asylum.
2: I know I know where I we're going. Oh, thought, yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So moving on to impact. The dude, to me, this this company has had the biggest come up during this pandemic. Like they have had the biggest come up. They've become like they were a laughing stock, then they were TNA, then they were just impact, and nobody fucking watched that shit. And now they're they're kind of moving forward. How do you feel about the integration of the new you know, you know the Good Brothers and Heath and EC3 coming back in, Eric Young being put right back on top where he should be. Um, Wes, what do you think about the new Impact and how it's going there?
2: Uh, I'm actually digging it. I Actually, uh, what what was the pa- I'm trying to think of the the pay per view that the Good Brothers debuted on. I actually ordered that Slammiversary. and yeah. Slammiversary, yeah, we uh, yeah I ordered that and watched that, and that was great and i've been trying to keep up with tv as much as i can but yeah i've been really digging what's been going on over there and yeah, my buddy sure. kyle is actually gonna go is gonna be working uh what's the next pay-per-view bound for glory he's work he's a. Uh, he's gonna be work- working camera
1: oh nice
2: that's awesome yeah
0: that's sweet well let's all go and like do a live podcast
2: <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I think they're still. Better. I think. I don't think they're still like not letting. I Over on Dickerson just... Road at that uh, studio. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Dude, Skyway. It's, 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 yeah, yeah Skyway. Exactly, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I know exactly where that's at. I did a music video there like many, many moons ago. Jesse, what do you think about Impact, man?
1: Dude, I'm loving it. I agree with you. I think that they've had the best, biggest, and best growth spurt in this time. I think that when we come back to crowds and things, that they're going to see a drastic difference in their reception among wrestling community. uh I'm a huge mark for the Good Brothers. Like. I again, Patreon subscriber to that stuff. I love everything they fucking do, um, and I think that their use of talent right now has just been wonderful. The RVD stuff, I, even though, dude, so good. It's great. I mean, he's kind of he's hitting that Jericho point. He's not yeah. quite as far along, but I just love what they've done with it. Even though I think that chick is kind of gross, but it's sort of supposed to be, you know? Yeah. Like, um,
0: she's a porn star, man. That's who she's supposed to be.
2: And, oh, she is. I, I think,
1: was, like, but, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, like well, at least I, I know like they're. I guess they're out of the company now. But at least the last image we get with Sammy Callahan pile driving her. Yeah. The so, um, that's good. I love that because she was just annoying well, as hell. RVD
0: is definitely pile driving her every night. So.
1: Yeah. Well, well. Fucking high as shit. If his Thanks, Blue Chew. I think the uh, <laughs> Blue Chew. <shoe. laughs> the um, I, one big thing about Impact to me. In my humble opinion, I do believe that they have the best women's division out of anywhere right now, just in terms of the overall depth of their roster and the talent that they have on it. There's a lot of names that haven't gotten to shine just yet that when they do, I think a lot of people are going to be highly impressed.
2: I would have to agree. They have a yeah, lot man, of really good women I, on the I'm roster.
0: I'm pum- I'm pumped to see where they go with it. Uh, I know you touched on it a little bit with the Good Brothers, but uh, did either of you guys check out Talking Chopper Mania? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know, I know Jesse gosh. ordered
2: it, uh, I, I've seen a bunch, I've seen, like, matches and clips, and I haven't watched, the fu- it's an entirety, but it's fucking, from what I saw, it was pretty ridiculous. It's
0: super silly, man, like, okay, I, I wrestled with, like, I wrestled with, like, my thoughts on it, because I watched it the first time, like, sober, and yeah. then they were like, no, you gotta be drunk, like, you yeah. gotta be, like, you just have to watch it, just. Fucked up, like and like and so I went back and watched it again and I was like, okay, like I see where they're trying to go with this and I feel like they're gonna get better at it and I'm I'm glad they're doing another one because I do think it's gonna be better. Like, yeah, I saw the
2: advertised part two the other day. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I, and I, I dude and I am I'm, I'm a talking shop guy from like way back from the original OG. ML. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I I mean I, I remember like the SoundCloud link. Like I was very very much. Uh, uh, like I've always been at New supermarket. Days, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I mean, I love those guys. They've, they've, they've always been great as well. Um, super funny. They drink way too much, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm too skinny to hang with those dudes, but, uh, but yeah, man, good times. Good people. What else we got going on guys? What else? What else is in the current product? We got like, I don't know, maybe five, 10 minutes left. What do you you guys think? Anything else that we should touch on?
1: mlw has just announced that streaming deal with that Dazen network and so i think they're also moving to wednesday nights. left
0: there though now you know what i mean yeah yeah lawler right but that's it right i mean that's they're pretty much they've been poached all the way right
1: hammerstone i think is still there um low-key penta yeah, low key's not gonna sign anywhere I'm else playing, parka yeah um mance warner huge one for me I'm a big fucking mark for Mance Warner. I heard he yeah, got Mance picked Warner's up. I heard he's
0: got on. I heard he's got a uh, uh, he's gonna do AEW dark or something.
1: I mean Mance Warner makes, is? Yeah. I hope so, man. 100%. I'm here for I that.
2: Love man- I got a Mance Warner t shirt hanging up in the closet right now. Oh way. yeah, he's
1: a great great guy.
2: Great worker. I'm into that. Um
1: I like what they've done. You know, I think they obviously are probably regretting being a little bit lax with the contracts here recently because clearly you can tell all of their people have gone other places. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, GCW has a shit ton of interesting stuff. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: um,
0: they're kind I of fucking up. The yeah,
2: coming up, that's gonna be fucking yeah. great. I'm definitely. Oh, checking. It
0: has it. that GCW is actually like, because you know, like a uh, WWE has bought like back catalog stuff for mm-hmm. indies to that they put on like when, in Best of's or whatever. Uh, but they're trying, they are trying to get some like hot indies to just put their shit on the network and i really do feel like that would be the best option for everybody i think that that would be good for everybody involved uh because then if you do end up picking up some guys on nxt you're good but then even if you don't at least you've got their good content that people want to watch on your streaming service so yeah i think it's a win-win for everybody
1: i think gcw is like way x-rated for what wwe would be willing to show on the network
2: yeah, and I still want to be able to watch my GCW on IWTV. I don't want it to go to WWE Network.
0: <laughs> well, that's the that's the rumor. I mean, Evolve is is all but there. I know when they start doing shows like live shows again, they are going to have a weekly spot on WWE Network, which I'm is actually cool. Actually,
1: watching Evolve right now. Yeah, on, on the network. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 and they've got good shit. I mean, like. And I, I, I think it's more of like one of those things where they're trying to work out an ECW deal with these indies, where it's like, yo, we're gonna pay for some of your production, so it meets our standards. You can use it the way you want to use it, but at the end of the day, we have rights for redistribution. And I feel like that's a win for it. I mean, if you're unless you're trying to be the next, you know, AEW or Impact, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I think that's a win.
2: I just can't imagine seeing Nick Gage on the WWE Network. I just.
0: I think you totally could. I mean, a
2: bloody it, nit get, Like, like just. I yeah. Imagine a bloody. But they bloody have bloody nit- shit on there. That's really what I'm saying. They
0: are, they still have the bloody shit from. I mean, yeah, WWE I had some heavy shit from time to time. Like they did have some heavy shit. So like. Yeah.
2: I just it just doesn't align with their current product and just seems weird to me. But I, I get what you're saying.
0: But they'll put okay. This is what they'll do though. They'll put it in a back catalog. They'll they'll all all the dirt sheets will will tell you how to find it and where it's released. But it's never going to be on their main page. But if you look in in ring and scroll all the way down to other <laughs> and then click. On other, and then click on this one thing, and then click on the show. Like you know what I mean? Like you have to be looking for it. But I could totally see it being on the network.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that would be good for everybody, probably too. GCW still shares, like you know, AEW lets a lot of their talent work those shows too, though. So I think yeah, that, stuff that would get complicated over time, and so does yeah. Impact, for that matter.
2: Yeah, that's oh. that's why that's why I like GCW. And it's kind of like, like I've said, it's like the PWG of the East Coast. You get to see all these good yeah. indie guys. I actually wrote, like, a little fucking article and ended up – that's kind of what I was like. It's like, dude, it's just like the PWG of the East Coast. It's like you get – everybody who works there ends up fucking getting signed or being on TV Yeah, or fucking – it's like it's, –
0: It's not developmental, but it, it is literally the stepping stone from the random yeah. indies to the sub – you know, the the AEW Dark or the NXT or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
2: exactly. That's, that's the way in. Indeed. That, yeah. that cool might boys. About to start here soon.
0: Dynamite is about to start. We're about to wrap this shit up. It's been it's been a great show though. We've, we've, Damn, we've been going through champions. It yeah, man, we we we're, we're, we're rocking and rolling. We covered a lot of current product shit too. I am glad to have this team here. Wes, where can we find you on socials, man?
2: On Instagram, breaking the Lawson, and that's the only one I can even think of right now. <laughs> I have cool. a Twitter so, so too. I think it's like uh, might be Wesley breaking the loss breaking the Lawson wicks. Something like that.
0: Yeah, me just find, just find
2: breaking the law. So.
0: Jesse, tell them where to find you, man.
1: Man, I'm at Jesse Baker Nash on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I do want to throw this in real quick. Um, Wes and I are going to do commentary once again for Revive Pro Wrestling. Coming at you out of Centerville for Bump in the Night 2 on October 30th at the Stables event space. It's a stacked up card. Brian Pillman Jr. is on the show. Uh, Uncle Biff is fighting James Bandy. Can't remember the rest of the, the Gotch brothers
2: versus uh The Last Hero and Brent Powers. There's uh, a whole bunch get, of stuff uh, on the show. Also Alex Kane versus uh one half of the Carnies.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a killer. Oh, is, it, is, is
2: it Kerry? Kerry,
1: yes. Is Kerry yeah.
2: not fighting Andrew Thomas? Or no, it's Andrew Thomas?
1: Yeah. I think it's I think they're doing the King of the Canvas
2: match. Oh okay. there is my but god, man. Maybe I have I've seen so many different DMs and me Terry go
0: back to the emo scene days, man, when he yeah, was dude, a I, screamer I, I, in a hardcore I, 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 I band.
2: Yeah,
1: man. But it's
2: so going to be a great match, a casket match for the main event for the Ooh. Uh, revived title, so it's, it's nice. going to be a fun night. Are there that, any
1: other, any other uh,
0: indie promotions that we should be aware of, you know, since we're talking about current product stuff? I know you guys work for a few. There are they're more, than, more than one, or...?
1: We're going to go see uh, – we're going to head down to Chattanooga this weekend, I think probably the day this airs, to go see the uh, Scenic City Futures Tournament um, that Action Wrestling has a heavy hand in. And then that night at the same arena is a TWE Chattanooga show that I know like Brett Ison and Jaden Newman and a lot of people are on that card. So that's going to be a fun,
2: great night of independent professional wrestling. Hell yeah. And then also uh, coming up at the Collective, Southern Underground Pro is going to have a show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's going to be on too. Fight TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, part of the GCW Collective Bundle, and that's yeah, man. a local
1: promotion for us. Yeah,
0: Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out Jesse Butler, love you, dude. Um, yeah, man. Let's uh, let's keep this thing rolling. We are gonna, I think we're gonna have the same team next week to to do Takeover Thirty One. So I'm next here. week we're gonna do well, uh, the, the same exact team. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us. Be sure to subscribe and hit that five star review. My name is Mister Noah it All on Shaper. I've been joined by. Wesley Lawson and Jesse Baker. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace.
2: Alright. Peace.